0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, because Rod and Karen
1: are hot. A man with a trunk boarded at a tiny station somewhere near Abeville, South Carolina, bound for New York. George saw him and jumped down from the train. I need some help with my bag, the man said. George reached down to grab the trunk and fell trying to lift it. Hey, man, George said, what do you have in this bag? Clothes, daddy, clothes, the man said. You know, I've been down here for two weeks. I had to have something to change in. Yeah, George said. Okay, then if you want your clothes up on this train, you better give me a hand with this bag because I can't lift it off the ground. Together, they pushed it up the steps and shoved it onto the train. The train rocked from side to side as George struggled to drag the trunk down the aisle. It was dark by now and George managed to push the trunk to the back. He held up one end by the handle to position it in the corner away from the other passengers. Then he dropped it. And when it hit the floor, the latches flew off, George said, and out came the contents. The potatoes rolled out the bag, and the engineers hitting these curves, and you could hear them rolling all over the floor. The man whose trunk it was got alarmed. Hey, Daddy, you got a flashlight, he said. I don't have no flashlight that's going to last long enough for you to find all your clothes, George said, because they rolling all over the train, and I need my flashlight. I'm sorry, man the train lurched from side to side and from one curve to the next and with each curve came the rumbling sound of mud cake carolina sweet potatoes the colored car was an, in an uproar the man's trunk flung open his latch broken the man running down the aisle in the dark after the contents and 51 other passengers rolling with laughter and very likely helping themselves to sweet potatoes they hadn't managed to bring aboard themselves
0: <laughs> but that would
1: make a nice sweet potato pie once they got back to harlem come on hey welcome to the black guy who tips podcast your host rod and Karen. we're live on a sunday ready to do some podcasting find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black guy who tips leave us five-star reviews on itunes and stitcher seriously we would love you to do that if yes. you're listening it's an easy way to help the show out it doesn't cost you anything and uh you know it just helps it, it, you know it makes us feel good so leave us five star views if you got a chance
0: mm-hmm.
1: the official weapon of the show is a taser an unofficial sport what about a bullet ball extreme um and of course today's excerpt is from the warmth of other sons um by Isabella Wilkerson Wilkerson um and that's just it took, i just kind of wanted to read like one of the funnier Isabel wilkerson sorry i wanted to read one of the funnier excerpts because that you know there's there's like all kinds of stuff that happens in uh in life and you know and in these books like the whole book's not just all woe is me blackness this that, and the other it's like <laughs> some of the shit is pretty funny you know just hearing about black life and some of the things and one of the things that um you know the book reminded me of and um you know we've talked about it a couple times before but the connection of blackness from the north to the south mm-hmm. so that excerpt is basically from the people who used the trains back then to go from the north to the south and they would ride these trains you know you'd be basically leaving from um you know northern oppression but still not the same as southern oppression Come on. so you'd be leaving from there and coming back home these were people's homes you know this is your family down here um this is where your roots are literally Mm -hmm. Um, and that's
2: black a lot of black people get older even some of my family members them niggas moved back down south because they was like i is the weather's uh, tough on your body and i'm older so as people get older a large percentage of them actually coming back down south
1: yeah many did um many did come back you know um so uh it to me, it's always a reminder of that connection, and I feel like over the and this was not that long ago, you know. We're talking like sixties, seventies, fifties. You know, like the the Great Migration happened over you know probably sixty seventy years, and 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 it's kind of wild that that disconnect, based on what region of the country you're born to, can happen so easily. Like you mm-hmm. know, we talked about it yesterday, but. The demonification or demonization of black voters in the South from black people who just happen to not be born down here.
2: Right, because (coughs) now you're talking about generations and generations. So a lot of their ancestors that were actually born down here, a lot of them are dead and gone. And so you have generations of, of people now who don't know nothing about the South, ain't never been to the South, don't know shit about the South, and just you know everything almost like the white people everything they see about tv and then all that shit you know because white supremacy affects us all you know to an extent we all kind of buy into it until we get to the point where we be like hey there's something wrong with my process of thinking
1: yeah and so i think it's kind of interesting when during this time even as people were fleeing you know that connection was real and one thing people always came back for was that food that comfort food that that food that follows i don't care if you're in a black city a black part of the world like wherever in america and it's not in the south you got somewhere where you go get your soul food whether it's your family whether it's some restaurant in town um And, you know, the same way that, you know, New York City is known for their pizza or whatever. You know, the South is like, where can I go get me some real soul food? And that means so much because that is really food that nourishes the soul. It's really something that that takes people back to that time. And it's the dishes and the food that we learned to make down here. And you go, you know, you go up north and it's not the same. And so what you had was people coming back home and trying to take the south with them almost you know this man basically stealing away you know uh some hundreds of pounds of the potatoes sweet potatoes to bring back now he probably wasn't gonna eat all them potatoes to sell to so other people could make those recipes they missed to uh, to have those ingredients that you just can't get up there Mm-mm. no and this is a time before you could just amazon some shit in Come or on. every grocery store had every item you know there's so You know, those things, and then other things people would do is like, they, (laughs) he, on the train, they try to like sneak out, like slaughter the pigs and stuff. Like, right. So it's like, hey, you got blood coming out of your luggage. What the hell is in here? This ain't no clothes, you know? um and I feel like one of the things that, um, that we're almost losing is that connection. Mm -hmm. You know, I think there's a lot of people that feel no connection to, black people as if you know because like there aren't very many black families that were born in the north what you have now is black people who migrated to the north and then their children were born in the north right but you don't really have a lot of roots that started in the north because it simply wasn't really allowed nope. you needed money you needed autonomy um you needed some level of pull and so a lot of these families where people proudly proclaim like i'm a northern this and look down on the south you you're from here Yes, like you are. Someone made that trip and set you up there and they never visioned, I don't think, hopefully, I don't know, hopefully though, they never envisioned their children looking back at these roots and being like, you know, these terrible people, these stupid, ignorant black people, even though I'm black as well. And I really think we, uh, have to do something to, to fight against that impulse because I, I believe it's real. I think you see it jump out at times in different forms of anti-blackness and stuff and, there's really no, um, like, so, like, people believe the worst, you know? There's, uh, we talked about another part of this book where people from the South that came up later than the people who came before them. Mm-hmm. And not, we're not talking about that long later. Cause like I said, we're talking about probably a 60 to 80 year period of time. So you're not even talking about a long period of time, right? So I come 10 years after you. But since you've been here for 10 years, when you see me on the bus, dressed the way you were dressed when you first got here, talking the way you were talking when you first got here, you're judging me. You're looking down. But I'm trying to do the same thing you were doing. You know, I'm trying to better my life or find some way out from under the thumb of white supremacy, however I can get a foothold. And you're worried about me making you look bad or dragging you down or whatever. And that internalized shame that comes from white supremacy, always judging us, always putting the foot on our necks. It's funny because in the dark and in the secret places, you snuggle your, you smuggle your sweet potatoes. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you love us and you love where you come from deep down but you it's like you you don't want to love us out loud
2: right because it, it's it's like a mixed bag of things because there are a lot of children up north who in the summertime when they were small i don't know if people still do this no more would will bring their uh, children down south so that they could know their roots yes. and their foundation yep. and things like that like they were like i'm not gonna let the traditions die you're gonna taste the sweet potatoes and the yams and you're gonna get to know your cousins a lot of that has stopped over the years uh but you know younger people then used to do that because people were like, no, 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 you're not going to forget about where we came from. Um, A lot of the foods and stuff a lot of the traditions up north have died because of that because you know people stop my you know migrating and and going Mm -hmm. back and forth and truth be told people don't have as many family reunions as they used to people don't have as many like big gatherings with their family like they used to and you know i kind of talked about this before and i still do believe this with me ma or mama or 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 grandma or or, a big aunt Aunt, a big mama whatever you call her Y'all know when she died, a lot of those traditions died with her.
1: We're losing recipes. I'm sorry. Go you, ahead.
2: Re- really, we are. Like, I like, it's <laughs> just a
1: joke. Something Michael Irvin said.
2: <laughs> we lose recipes. We are, but uh it's it's funny that, and I it's making me think about when you was talking about schooling, about how black people, how black people would send their children into schools for segregation, mm-hmm. and that was the dream. But in the process of the dream, there was some negatives, and this is process of the dream. The dream was to get out of oppression and go somewhere that's not as oppressed, because you know you never will leave oppression. But you want to go somewhere, uh, quote unquote, free, or have these some illusions of freeness. And the end result is that a lot of people got swept up into white supremacy, and then turned around and looked down on the people that used to be in their shoes. Like that's the end result yeah. of us striving. To, to escape from white supremacy, but the thing is, we'll never escape from that.
1: The whole point of white supremacy is to make you look down on the nigger. It always needs the nigger. It always needs that. It created this artificial thing and it all, and it can't exist without it. And so, even if you decide, I wanna make it in, you know, this area of where white people and white supremacy is present, many cases the end result is you have to sacrifice what that love of blackness you know you have to turn it to goals and i hate the nigger too and i'm not like those niggers i'm different than them you know and that's a, that's a big that's a big issue for them
2: yeah. And also it's one of those things when it comes to quote unquote soul food and how, you know, food to the soul, a lot of that is because we didn't have a lot of money. So because right. we didn't have a lot of money, we couldn't purchase these fine, fancy things. But what we could do is feed your ass and feed your ass really, really, really good, you know, and that's why a lot of times when you, when you're down south, everybody wants you to take it to go plate. Everybody wants you to, to, because for a lot of particularly women, cause most women do the cooking, that was a way of showing love like i i I love you and i can't purchase you this but what i can go do is take the time and buy some greens some collard greens some some yams i can make sweet potato pie i can make a pound cake or whatever macaroni and cheese and i can come together with the rest of the family to show and and express my love
1: right and i think you know as we get older and a little bit more um able to um, blend in or you know do be successful you see people leaving that shit behind turning our nose up at it looking back you know i don't want no goddamn hog moms why y'all eat that swine and all that type of stuff and you know there's something that people miss in it when they when they do that you know what i mean because that yes. is love and that is blackness you know and at the same time you know you want to carry that sweet potato back you want to make that sweet potato pie in new york city or wherever you have migrated to because that you still remember those are your childhood smells and sounds and taste and all that stuff so right you know i think people kind of miss out on um miss out on that
2: they, 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 they do this and, and it's sad and it's very, like I said, it's very, very frustrating how a lot of those traditions are lost and a lot of people, like you say, we're talking about joking about recipes, uh, cause I actually need to get up with my mom, a lot of people die and a lot of their recipes are never duplicated again. It's like once they die, nobody knows how to make it again. Nobody knows how to duplicate it again. And those traditions that used to be verbally passed down just die when that generation dies off.
1: Right um so yeah that was uh that was what that that passage kind of made me think about you know as much as um i like like i said that connection is is always there but we i think we're losing it as time goes on and it's becoming very us versus them sometimes and when people when we don't understand each other we very much like throw each other to the wolves and just like well those niggers aren't like me, you know, and right. I think that's a big, you know, that's a big part of it.
2: Yeah, and it's very frustrating because when you have uh things happen, particularly in the South, some of the same shit happen up north. They just call it other things, but oppression is oppression and white supremacists, white supremacists. Right. Y'all had stop and frisk up north. That shit wouldn't be, but but we still felt it in some way, shape, or form. But Y'all had that shit on laws, right. you know, but it's one of those things where people up north have tended to turn their nose where they act like... Uh, white supremacists, quote-unquote all that happened in the south
1: And, and it's a trick of white supremacy right because they're always telling you that what you have is better or different than what other people have and so they they've you know not successfully in my opinion i hope but you know a lot of northern black people they've they've kind of tried to sell them this idea of like it's not racist up here you know and from from the people i know they haven't really accepted that they're like no it's racist you know now they might do some you know that sometimes they say some bullshit like i wouldn't deal with that in the south you know i can't go down there or whatever and it's like okay but like you said y'all literally had a a law on the books where they could just say you're black you're brown you're under a certain age get up against the wall right like like i said i'm not trying to say it's better i'm just saying um it's it's a different form of the same thing so don't try to act like somehow down here with just a bunch of docile singing niggas that just take everything because most most of the movements that they even know about are southern civil rights movements you know what i mean like and i and i think Understanding the conditions and the differences of the of the conditions is um, crucial to understanding why black resistance takes forms in different places. It's why the niggas in Berkeley talk way more aggressive than say the niggas in uh you know south carolina or mississippi but at the same time they still living under the thumb too you know the same thing with uh you know while malcolm x could talk differently to martin luther king a lot of it was because of the region of the country they were in right you know martin luther king would have been down there you know talking about self defense and guns and all this shit they would have just killed him before they eat before he got killed he got killed earlier than that you know so you have to take all that stuff into account
2: yeah you do yeah you do and 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 that matters and the thing is the region of the country you're from will also depend on the type of white folks that are around you now, you know at the end of the day you're still going to be surrounded by white supremacy but you know you do have some areas of the country where white people are quote unquote more progressive than other parts of the country but at the end of the day it's still white
1: supremacy right like right. nobody's uh nobody's getting out of this shit uh unscathed mm-mm <laughs>
0: It's It's in in a a book, a A reading reading rainbow, rainbow. a reading 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 rainbow. rainbow.
1: All right, uh, I guess we need to get into the show, but first. are you a fan of bernie sanders because if so that means you like free stuff okay and i love free stuff myself i'm wearing a bernie sanders shirt right now if you don't believe me you can probably feel it in my voice but free stuff spicing up your bedroom is the best kind of free stuff i'm you know what i hate to say it i take it over medicare for all i'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna
0: lie.
1: i prefer both but I take it over Medicare for all every time. Select almost any one item at 50% off, and then Adam and Eve will give you loads of free stuff, and you'll be dropping loads, all right. Enter offer code TBGWT at checkout and get 10 tantalizing titillating free gifts. A sexy item for you know what? It don't matter what your gender is. Mix these items up. You get a sexy item and then you get a special gift and then you get a third item for everybody's enjoyment. Plus six free spicy movies. And we're not just talking regular spice guys. We're talking like adobo spices. Okay, We're talking the spices in the back. Of Lowry's. Okay. And free shipping. That's TBGWT is your offer code. TBGWT at checkout at adamandeve.com if you're trying to get down with all this free stuff i hope you are because i am free yourself with this free stuff all right let's get into the show show um i know karen i know you're experiencing some technical difficulties over there
0: mm-hmm. but
1: uh when i see you in the chat room i'll, I'll add you back um i know uh you know things be happening on this the background
0: the the we're losing and now we're
1: to- see we're losing recipes y'all <laughs> Our- wrong- Irving broke down what's wrong with the country speaking of the country lots of news going on politically uh you know ever since uh super tuesday the bernie campaign has been reeling and their people their supporters online have been reeling and now you know it's becoming um you know one of these things where you starting to see uh them try to get you know try to get back together try to recover Mm -hmm. and um i would say the start of this like probably like two days ago bernie started coming up with his like uh attacks geared towards specifically joe biden and you know trying to like i you know come up with ways to differentiate himself um so uh i guess we can go through some of these political news i'll try to keep it fast but uh here it is so of course michael bloomberg suspended his campaign and endorsed joe biden uh not surprised told everybody he wasn't a threat um not surprised he would endorse joe biden either because he's uh joe biden's policies and his attitude are the least threatening to um bloomberg and then more importantly than than even that because everyone tries to make it about tax and money and stuff and i'm not 100 sure what bloomberg's um i'm not 100 sure how what how much of that is motivating him um because he also pledged to um to support he, he formed a new group and planned to support the whoever the democratic nominee was which is you know presumptively joe biden and joe biden had next to no money before this in his campaign coffers and you know now i'm watching nba league pass and i see you know the commercials and now i'm seeing joe Biden commercials so that must be bloomberg at work i forget the name of the pack or whatever it was that i think it was like every, everyone united or something something about uniting everyone and i was like yeah it sounds like the kind of pack you come up with that's not really uh related to the candidate oh, <laughs> you just want to and it makes the, me so odd and weird and to that credit the commercial was good
2: oh yeah D- they know how to put a hell of a commercial together
1: yeah the commercial was good man um let's see um what else happened in uh the, the uh so that was like the first thing um super tuesday exit polls nearly three in ten voters decided in the last few days so you know that percentage that biden won by a lot of those were people kind of conflicted on who to support and i think that's actually representative of a lot of people. Yeah, it is. Uh, more than people would admit. I think once you get online, everyone picks their camp and then they surround themselves with their camp and then we, they just keep reinforcing whatever the fuck they already believe. But, you know, I think people that have been watching have felt none of these candidates are that strong. And, um, it was coming down to late developments on who am I going to vote for? I think a lot of people went to the polls like, I'm not really sure on who I'm voting for. Correct um and so uh when that when you took away some of the options it became kind of obvious like well i'm definitely voting for a democrat so that kind of leaves bernie out to dry you know and i think um there's this assumption that you know the 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 way that the votes are divided that um elizabeth warren's voters would support joe uh bernie and that's not a guarantee right and that everybody else would probably go to biden um but the truth of the matter is i don't think elizabeth warren's voters are just you know gonna mostly go to uh bernie me either you know not just and i'm not just saying that because of twitter shit Mm because i know people think twitter has more impact than it does i I mean obviously the ones that be on twitter aren't coming over Mm. for the most part no because a lot of those motherfuckers have been fighting about these candidates for months now and you know it's one of the reasons i said i'm not fighting anybody about their candidates i don't give a fuck um but uh no the people—I i don't think they're coming over because the reason they actually were voting warren was we do like progressive policies but we also like the fact that she's a democrat agreed that shit matters and those people i think are gonna end up picking party over the policies at the end of the day you know um and and the thing is it's not just bernie sanders him uh supporters online it's kind of he himself being like i'm anti this party and i'm anti everybody except Mm -hmm. for me and my revolution all right and that shit doesn't appeal to everyone it appeals to a a a minority of voters Um, unfortunately for him and his crew you know and of course their their outreach tactics are um leave a lot to be desired I'll, I'll put it that way because it's kind of yeah. this we're gonna harass you into supporting this candidate or we're gonna like mock you into supporting this candidate and um i don't think any like as much as they talk about you can't win saying fuck trump well his whole thing is fuck trump and fuck the democratic party
2: right, right and so
1: that's not necessarily a positive campaign either
2: no it's not and 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 it's one of those things where the democratic party is not like the republicans y'all not gonna be like the tea party that come over here and just overtake the party a very small percentage right niggas looking at you like okay i don't mind you being here but you know you actually need to put some work into the party you can't just shit on the party and then come over here and be like i'm gonna run your party fuck you
1: yeah you know who else had a uh, uh kind of came into the party as an unknown outsider to a certain extent and had to have a great gr- ground game uh full of supporters who spread the word and messaging until they pulled a lot of people in 2008 obama was the presump was not the presumptive favorite nope came in relatively unknown to most of the country um and then just had the actual ground game and the enthusiastic voters who really led him to victory twice you know and you just don't see, you, like, now part of this is that as a black man, he doesn't even have the privilege to do what Bernie's doing. Mm-mm. To, to be angry and to be like, fuck this group of people. He has to be like, well, everyone's valuable. Cause you just don't get to do that as a black person. But still, he, the reason he won is cause he never gave in to, you know, let me demonize this group of people or that group and i think you know as a privileged white man you can kind of do that if you're bernie sanders you can be angry and tell people go fuck themselves and people go yeah go fuck yeah go fuck yourself or whatever and that works to a certain extent but then when the party you're running for the nomination of when you're telling them to go fuck themselves I think that's why you had people go well i like elizabeth warren not just because her plans are more defined and she's a better candidate and all, it's not just that but part of it's like because she's a fucking actual democrat you know so uh she did an exit interview
2: yeah um oh, okay uh, before you go going in and also i think too uh for a lot of people it also matters when they're looking going okay If I'm going to pick somebody, and like you said, Super Tuesday made a difference. Prior to Super Tuesday, I don't think a lot of people knew who they are going to vote for. And like you said, they didn't know who they was going to vote for up until that point. But with the people dropping out like the day before, like you said, it narrowed it down for people. But people go, okay, people are dropping out now. So now, basically, these are the top two people. And when you have turned people off, when your supporters have harassed people but yet you want to you want outreach to these same people and be like we want your vote people are like "Why, why would i do that when i've seen what your supporters do
1: yeah i mean and that's the thing like twitter is one thing and i'm trying my best to not make it about the twitter people correct so i thought about other examples of seeing bernie supporters out in the wild and it's susan sarandon And it's them coming to the DNC in 2016 and showing their ass and saying it's all rigged and all this stuff, you know, it's, um, you know, it's a, it's a lot of abrasiveness towards the party you claim you want to run and they, and they, and they don't have a system of checks, checks and balances. So they don't have anyone within the campaign or at the top of the campaign who goes, Hey, 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 don't do that. It's not helping me because people are human and if the interactions they remember with you are mostly abrasive interactions it doesn't matter if you believe the same things the humanity of the people will take over and they'll be like i don't care what the fuck your policy is i don't like you and and the thing is they should understand it right and you know why they should understand it is because many of them said in 2016 i just don't like hillary clinton i would never vote for her fuck that shit even if she's better than trump yes they did so now by your logic Right? This is what you claim people believe. That's what you claim to believe yourself in many cases. Now you don't understand why Elizabeth Warren's fans aren't just hopping on board with you? It's the same logic. How do you defeat that logic? Because no one can defeat it with y'all. No one can bring y'all into the fold, right? Y'all are like fuck everybody. We don't get our perks in. We're not fucking with you. And so you got these people that like, Well, we didn't get Elizabeth Warren, but we definitely not fucking with you. You know, I think that's one of the reasons she hasn't endorsed anybody yet you know because because if policy wise obviously bernie sanders is much closer to her policies than uh joe biden is
2: right don't nobody know what the fuck his policies is
1: right and so people want to go well that shit shouldn't matter let's talk about it shall we because she did an exit interview on rachel maddow and she said um, I think there's a real problem with online bullying and online nastiness. I'm not just talking about who's people who's about who said mean things. I'm talking about some really ugly stuff that went on. Uh She went on to express particular concern about threats, citing the publication of phone numbers and home addresses belonging to two women who work for the Nevada Culinary Union after it produced a f- uh, fact sheet critical of Sanders healthcare plan warren's reaction illustrates that these tactics make it at least somewhat harder for sanders to build allies in a democratic party and this failure of elite backing has real repercussions Maddow asked about sanders disavowal of his supporters attacks on her and warren seemed not to find it very persuasive we are responsible for the people who claim to be our supporters and do really dangerous threatening things to other candidates warren said then when asked if it's a particular problem with sanders supporters the senator replies bluntly it is and it just is it's just a factual question and so the thing i want to highlight in that i believe and i don't know if i was talking to you yesterday. i was talking i think i was talking to you yesterday well i was like i think bernie sanders is not the leader people claim he is i don't think he's able to control his fans you know in a way i feel sorry for the dude because while he is kind of a a mean aggressive guy whether he gets to be that because he's an older white man so you get to be mean and aggressive and people still like you but um i don't think he is in charge Mm-mm. you know i don't think he could tell people to shut the fuck up and leave these people alone um even if he wanted to and he maybe that maybe it. that's why he hasn't done it you know is that he's like it'll just expose that i'm actually not these people are rallying around what they consider to be a cause more than they're rallying around me. Right. I'm a figurehead to what they really want. Many of them wouldn't care if I lived or fucking died, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and that's why it's so mean and nasty. Uh, his movement online is, it reminds me of another movement online, Gamergate,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, Gamergate Same tactics. Uh, right, right. You know, Gamergate, the alt right, um, uh there's a there's a couple other ones too that have had this kind of we are saying it's about ethics in journalism oh the 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 snyder cut fanboy people right it's kind of the same vibe where and if you look at those people many of them are kind of the the nameless masses that you know anime avatars cat pictures all that stuff Mm -hmm. but the people at the top that are making money, these are real people yes, because there's are. people at the top who make money off of their anger, right? Mm-hmm. um, you allow your anger to be used, and then all of a sudden, they're like, "Okay, boom, I'm making money on YouTube, I'm making money on this podcast and all that you know and they and they' are they applaud themselves for being mean and nasty and all this shit, and then they excuse it by being like, "We're just upset, we're just passionate, like no one else in the world is passionate, you know and so when elizabeth warren said something that really uh it really got to me which is she was like you're responsible for your people and if you people always go well that's a small minority of people why isn't that small minority in any other camp right like y'all y'all notice that you can say shit about other candidates and you're not getting doxxed you're not getting death threats like it should say something to people and what i think is happening is much like Gamergate, and all this, you have these online hives and and people that kind of my mo- like kind of just glom onto certain causes and stuff, and they make bigger on the internet than it actually is. Right, and then they spend you know they spend all day trying to excuse horrible behavior, but behind the cause, you know, ethics in gaming journalism isn't necessarily a horrible thing, right? Mm-mm. But what about the fact that it's, it just turned into? harassing and doxing women right it turned into death threatening and threatening to rape women it turned into uh people can't uh go out and speak uh because y'all are sending bomb threats out to colleges to keep this person from speaking you know and keep in mind when like there are people i detest on the right like the all right right people detest milo yonanopoulos causing the bomb threat no they do not no one's trying no one threaten you know no one's like we're i'm coming to kill at my guns and we coming to campus we're doing a guns march on your campus because milo's there you know like they'll do it the opposite way you know <laughs> it's like oh milo's coming well we also want to march with some guns this is it'll be a great day to be together but mm-hmm. yeah so it's kind of interesting right that at, at once, Sanders gets to be this charismatic leader who should be the leader of the world, Who should who's going to talk us all into socialism, safety, and great programs, and he's going to make it happen. Whether he gives the exact details of the plans or not, he's going to do it, and we just all need to get in line and do what he says, right? And at the same time, he can't even control his people. He can't even admonish his people you know he can't even disavow his people that does say something and I'm not saying no other politician would ever have a rogue person these are a lot of people
0: yes, like is. if it was
1: like because every single candidate has had at least one or two bad like some motherfucker on, on on the news said some stupid shit and they're like god damn it Hillary don't need this or right. you know, Elizabeth don't need somebody saying some stupid shit but it's shit. not a consistent thing right this dude consistently has you know um, I can't remember if it's in this article yeah it is okay cool so it's worth watching the clip to get a sense of how deeply frustrating this is for Warren she starts off talking about her long friendship with Sanders how much respect she has for him and then she pivots to an emotional discussion of online harassment you can hear that it's clearly shaped her perception of the race you can understand why Warren seems to think Sanders disavow rings a bit hollow yeah cause she also said you know well did you talk to him about this harassment Matt Maddow said this and Warren was like Uh, yeah. And she said, Well, how did that conversation go? And she said, It was short.
2: Right. Cause he don't want to talk about it.
1: He don't care. You know? Right. So if you
2: don't care, why the fuck would I vote for you?
1: Yeah. It's part of his, it's part of, it's helping him. So why would he reign it in? You know? And like I said, it might expose him as the, the king with no clothes. You know, if he, the emperor with no clothes, if he says, Cut this shit out and it keeps going. Then it's like, Oh, wait a minute. This movement's not about you at all um you can understand why 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 warren seems to think his um his disavowals were gonna be hollow sanders sat down for an interview with Chapo trap house uh the dirtbag left podcast whose hosts repeatedly serve up some of the most vicious and personal attacks on warren sanders speechwriter david serota has also appeared on that show while working on the campaign as has national press secretary uh brianna joy gray now here's the reason that matters chapel trap house which makes just on patreon alone 175 thousand dollars a month good god yeah there's some of that uh that good socialism i need to get some don't we though Uh, i need to i need to hop on this bandwagon god damn damn this being black shit man because really if it wasn't for this Loving myself, shit, boy. Right. If I didn't love my people, we could flip this right on over into some change. What? Be over there talking about how y'all we'll be owning jets and shit. Talking about how y'all the establishment and the bougie, bougie black people that
2: huh? we be like y'all. Mm-mm, I don't know about them niggas over there.
1: Right. We could be doing all that stupid shit. But um, yeah. So here's the thing. Chapel Trap House is a place that does these attacks. Right. These are this is the place where they are. You know, and they under the guise of we just love socialism so much they basically do some gamergate type shit you know and um and and they are very if it's not Bernie we won't vote for anybody else blah 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 okay cool 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 why do you have your surrogates go on that show why do you go on that show right if you're real if you marched with King why do you go on that show dog something about that is incongruent with your what you claim to stand for you know same thing with going on joe rogan's show you don't get to go on a show where the dude muses about calling us and why can't i call people nigger a couple times a year you just don't get to do that and claim to be the guy who marched with king
2: right right and it's also for, for me when you look at that it goes when black people see that they go oh you don't actually fuck with but like 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 right. for as a black person that is literally what you're
1: telling us well it's obvious at this point he skips the speeches to us he skips the events for right us,
2: and then like, when and then when people go you don't give a fuck about black people you don't campaign in the south
1: karen he marched with king okay i don't mar- give a fuck he marched with king 50 60 years ago and karen that's all you got to do so get out of jail free car forever nope the only man to ever march a king
2: i wouldn't care if he jumped in front of the bullet no sir (laughs) okay so
1: (laughs) don't care all right so um the fact that they go there and then like you know even like touting the quote-unquote endorsement of joe rogan is a tactical mistake black people don't fuck with him
0: Mm-mm.
1: not like that you know what i mean so it's just it's just little stuff like that that is these moments where you're like i don't think this dude really you know is really for us like that anyway uh from warren's point of view it might seem like sanders is speaking out of both sides of his mouth vaguely disavowing online anger and public statements while his campaign reads and appeals directly to the people purveying it yeah i mean that's not you know that's not Mm far-fetched and all these people are people including her so you know when you kick it with the people out here you know talking talking very ill of her you're you know calling her a snake and all this shit do you act like there won't be feelings behind that right It's, it's like their solution to everything is to burn the bridge but now they look back when you realize oh you need bridges to get places we, we actually need to bring some of her people over from her now defunct campaign. We need her endorsement. We need her blessing. And now they're like, bitch, you won't do it? Well, and, and she's looking like, how's it to get them here? You burned it. You burned right. bridge. They're, they're the bridge. There's nothing
2: to walk across.
1: Even if I didn't, even if she did endorse her, endorse them, it would be, uh, it would not go the way people think. No, it would not. Because one, the black women that fuck with her are never coming over there. Yeah. <laughs> i don't even know what to tell you like the vast majority of them are not but then the second part of that is it would then be almost a slap in the face to those black women Mm -hmm. many of them would be like now see that's fucked up we work help work with your campaign and shit and then at the end of the day you know and you know one of our main issues with him is how he handles race and shit Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day you endorse him now she endorses biden same thing so you know i could see a reason for her to either delay and be like well i'm gonna wait till the primary is over and then endorse or i'm yeah, or yes. i'm not gonna endorse either one I, I could see either way yeah um the reported aim of the of all the pro sanders um Trolling the snake emojis directed at Warren on Twitter, the vitriolic attacks on Nevada culinary Union is a shame of bully targeting to get behind Sanders, judging by this interview, it seems to have had the opposite effect on Warren. Online anger and abuse may not filter down to the ordinary voter directly, but it shapes the way Democratic Party elites see the Sanders campaign and if they see it as a font of negativity and anger or a source of direct attacks on them and the people they admire, they're less likely to see it as something they're comfortable lining up behind. And these sorts of endorsements can matter in primaries. Uh, support from Representative Jim Clyburn, uh, Senator Amy Klobuchar seems to have already, uh, helped buoy Joe Biden in their respective states fundamentally if sanders and his movement want to succeed in remaking the democratic party in their image they can't just drive out every person in position of power right now they go from insurgents to part to go from insurgents to party leaders they need to figure out a way to court the people with influence in the party right now it seems to be the case that the pro sanders online brigades are making that harder you can call it childish if you want that warning that other democratic elites are get letting hurt feelings get in the way of progressive politics but it doesn't change the fact that they sincerely believe this is important and no number of snake emojis is going to change their mind about it mm-hmm. if sanders fans are really sup- serious about helping their guy they need to think carefully about whether they help the what they're doing is actually working i don't think they're serious about helping him that's the only thing i could arrive to. um I think they're serious about making a million dollars doing a podcast that you know gathers a bunch of angry people in the name of socialism and Bernie Sanders and masquerading in the, as a, as fake revolutionaries and acting like they're gonna burn this place down and all that shit when really they just gonna keep caking and making money and touring and all that shit they're not they're not really gonna get the guns and go kill the richie people and all that shit either so Mm-mm. you know I I do think. This is why the shit falls apart, you know, is because it, it's not coming from a real place, you know. It's coming from mostly a place of privilege. It's Occupy Wall Street all over again, where people fall in, in love with a movement and then they don't examine how it was created, the people at the top of this movement, um, and all that type of shit, you know. And then you go, wait a minute. What the fuck was that really about? You know, like what, 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 is, what exactly was this Occupy movement supposed to be? And why did it just go away basically? You know? It disappeared, didn't it? Yeah. Like why why is that po do people just not want college anymore? You know, you start interviewing people and it's like, I want free college. And people are like, Okay, I can agree with that. Why are you standing in the streets in Wall Street though? You know what I mean? You start examining individual people's stories and it's like, I don't really know that this is the movement y'all saying it is. Um, Kamala Harris endorsed Joe Biden for president. Um I, it's so funny because every time one of these people endorses somebody, Elizabeth Warren went on SNL and they had, and then she put out a video that's like a TikTok challenge and it's her and, um, why can't I think of her name? A uh, very funny woman from, um, SNL. Kate something. Fuck. Uh, Kate something. I think is her name. Um, she always plays Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Why am I blowing the blank? McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. Yes. And so, they did a video cause she plays Elizabeth Warren on the SNL. And the TikTok video is the, uh, hit the switch challenge or flip the switch challenge. And in the first one is, uh, Elizabeth Warren hold, holding her phone and, uh, like filming it. And then Kate McKinnon is like dancing as Elizabeth Warren. And then it says, I just flipped the switch and it flips the switch. And then it's Elizabeth Warren dancing in the background and Kate McKinnon is holding the phone looking Aww. serious. You know, it's just like a cute little video. Karen. The online response these motherfuckers was was retweeting it calling all kinds of names why haven't you endorsed bernie yet this is what so you think that now at this most important time this is what you're doing not this not that she's not running no more fuck. and i'm gonna tell you the truth if your candidate really had his shit together he wouldn't even need her endorsement it would be obvious that her voters were coming to y'all now why are you so definitely afraid that they're not gonna come what what why are you so scared i thought your policies was the closest align. line why do you need her blessing what would stop those people from coming over to your camp it's almost as if you know you treated them like shit and you treated their candidate like shit but if she were to forgive you or to say i give you my blessing you would be able to tout that against them as like uh, uh, well she forgave us let me tell you something it really don't matter Mm-mm. the people that have injured feelings over this shit aren't coming no they're it's, not it's why i said you can't build a movement this way you know um but yeah so they harassed now kamala harris all of her mentions and the thing is if if i got this strategy correctly so we're gonna harass you until you do what we say right we're gonna harass you while you run then when you when you drop out or whatever right we're gonna harass you into endorsing our candidate because if you don't we will let me check my notes here yep this is correct harass you what's the threat i'm gonna get harassed no matter what right the fuck I so, do. sounds like there is no threat here you already weren't gonna vote for me you already think i'm the most evil terrible person in the world there is no thing you can do to me at this i have point.
2: nothing to lose
1: what's my incentive we'll stop being in your mentions i'm okay i don't read my mentions i'm 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 a motherfucking famous politician right don't read them some other woman probably has that job and that fucking bothers her every day having to see what the fuck y'all be saying mm-hmm.
0: but
1: elizabeth warren did not get this far by not being able to stand in the eye of the storm and be like nah fuck that you know that's the whole point uh jesse jackson endorsed bernie sanders for the 2020 presidential nomination everybody brought up that jesse jackson didn't like barack obama in 2008 and said uh we like to chop his nuts off and but i said you know what then he cried at the uh inauguration uh because he's still a black man you know i i'm I'm not gonna shit on jesse jackson I, i refuse we're complex yeah well not just that but i mean i just refuse man i don't think i think this shit where uh this shit where it's really more about people picking their favorite candidate and then they work backwards from there. Yeah, they do. So because he didn't pick your favorite candidate or like what you want to do, endorse Biden now cuz even that's more about spite towards Sanders for a lot of people. They don't love Biden. No, they don't. So just get the fuck out. Like it don't matter he he endorses Bernie and if Bernie doesn't win, he'll be like, "Cool, then Joe Biden, I don't give a fuck." Um Bernie Sanders says the establishment forced out Amy Klo- Klobuchar and Pete Buttigieg. If by establishment you mean people not wanting to vote for them, sure. People, not enough people were voting for them. There's no, there's no need to force them out of anything. They weren't going to win.
2: And also, this goes back to what you were saying before. He wanted them in the race
1: to chop up Biden's votes. Now let's throw this one more out here, Doc. Karen. So then, why did Elizabeth Warren drop out? Did the establishment force them out too? Let's just, let's just take it to the fullest extent. Right. These aren't the only people that dropped out. Mm-mm. Did the establishment force Kamala Harris out? You know, like, this is the way, this is the only thing he can do, man, is He has to, he has one song and he has to sing it. It's the establishment, this, anything against me is the establishment. Black people in the South voting that don't want to fuck with anybody, uh, that don't fuck with me and don't really, uh, fuck with Pete Buttigieg and Klobuchar, they, they're, they're the establishment today. You know, if this is the fucking CBC, the, 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 um, Congressional Black Caucus, that's the establishment. John Lewis is the establishment. You know every, everybody
2: establishment, but you, nigga, you've been around for a long ass fucking right. time too. I don't be understanding that goddamn argument, right?
1: So, you know, that's just the thing. One of those, one of the things I was kind of not surprised by was the power of the establishment, to force Amy Klobuchar, who had worked so hard, and Pete Buttigieg, who really worked extremely hard as well, out of the race. What was very clear from the media narrative and what the establishment wanted was to make sure that people condescending coalesced around Biden and tried to defeat me. We are taking on, as I think everyone knows, the establishment. We are taking on the corporate establishment. We're taking on the political establishment. And what you are seeing now, just in the last few weeks in Wall, is Wall Street the healthcare industry, the billionaire class, putting a lot of money into Joe's campaign. But at the end of the day, you know what? I think we're going to win this thing.
2: And my thing is the establishment that you're trying to run because you know if you become president, you are actually part of the establishment, right? Or am I going crazy?
1: Greatest trick the devil ever pulled, man. But good luck to him because I still like his policies more than Joe Biden. I just don't think he's going to win. I think his people kneecapped him a long time ago and he didn't learn shit from 2016 and now we're here again you know if anything I'm more I'm surprised well not surprised cause I when it becomes a cult a personality around one person they really can't do any wrong but I'm really uh it's really telling that his people aren't more mad at him because if you really believe that his policies will help the country you should be pissed that this is all you got at the four more you waited five years essentially to get the same fucking thing mm-hmm. the same fucking thing and this and because he always gives you that out to blame the establishment no one can blame him no one can be like dude you let us down this is trash this is the same fucking campaign it's not good enough you knew it wasn't good enough four or five years ago is why would it be better today if you didn't do anything different if you decided, out, well, fuck it. I'm not even courting these black votes. I'm not even, I'm skipping it. There was a thing where he was supposed to give a speech about race yesterday at this con, this summit and this panel for like black people and shit. And you know, he had his Negroes there, Cornel West and whatnot. And he apparently decided not to do this, the, not to give that speech and to say it gave his, his typical millionaires and billionaires speech. And you know, people was like, well, what, like, what do you want it or not? you know what i mean like are you are you scared are you uncomfortable you know my personal belief is he may cynically be doing the math of i can't make what i talk about too black agree because the people that support me actually don't really like black people Mm-mm. there's a bunch of entitled white people who think they should be rich because and they hate people who are rich because they're not rich and they believe in the american dream in that way and since they're not getting it they support me because they feel like i'm gonna get it for them
2: right but
1: my but if i said and i'm gonna get it for black people a little bit differently because their oppression has been different than yours and you're not the focal point in the center of everything you know in the way that elizabeth warren says you know i think those same white people that 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 claim to fuck with him would be like "Uh uh-uh no no that so black people gonna get a little bit more than than me so their program's gonna be a little bit more targeted for their home ownership or their hbcus they then all of a sudden those people don't feel as passionate quote-unquote about you
2: correct and it's one of those things when you you look at it you go oh you're actually trying to get uh trump voters too and them motherfuckers ain't gonna vote for you
1: yeah Cause he, see that's the thing that bothers me more than anything else about his campaign is that he is willing to capitulate to the Joe Rogans, the alt-right, the Trump supporter. He's willing to, he's willing to make those concessions. He's willing to support the, the, the Democrat who's pro his economic agenda, but anti-choice. He's willing to do those things. So that's when I started to get upset with the dude was cause it was like, well, bruh. You you understand that you understand how to build coalitions when it suits you. You're not an idiot. Mm-mm. You just don't. So this apparently just does not matter to you. Nope. Well, then if it don't matter to you, don't look for
2: black people to vote. Then yeah, then they're not gonna vote for you if it don't matter.
1: Yeah. So you know, it's, like I said, it's it's more sad to me that it's happening. Right. I, I, like I wasn't joking yesterday I, what I say on the show i went already and bought the shirt like yep if you win this shit i'm gonna be out here like yep let's go feel the burn let's let's get this motherfucking uh votes. So I like this is better than trump period
2: right and i and i would have voted for him too i don't have a problem and a lot of black people down south would have voted for him if he would have built in roads if he would have came down here and did what he was supposed to do but he didn't so they was like well who are you bye
1: and we morally consistent because niggas didn't fuck with elizabeth warren like that either mm-hmm you know, not not saying that we the only ones. I feel like we was kind of was the only ones that really did fuck with yeah, her, but 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 yeah. it wasn't like enough of us felt fuck with her like that either. Cause they cause at the end of the day, no matter what her plans are, we don't know her like that Mm-mm. yet. This was a get to know you kind of thing for a lot of black people, and at the end of the day, they pick the person they know even if that person has disappointed us before we know him and he'll come back and say here's where i can get better my bad here's you know and you can say you don't care about that shit if you if you want to you don't speak for black people because black people do care about that shit yeah they do all right um let's see what else has had oh and one more thing for before we got political news um this gives me actually hope uh for 2020 for a while i've been feeling like trump gonna win now he could still win obviously especially with election interference and shit um who knows how it's gonna go but agreed but let me step out of those cynical shoes for a second and um and like i said it's bittersweet but turnout in the democratic presidential primary has been strong across suburban counties from northern virginia to southern california and it's the same thing that fueled the 2018 wave in several key counties turnout has exceeded that of four years ago and in some cases it has bested the party's recent high water marks reached during the 2008 primary battle between Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton this is all good news in my opinion agreed for um for Democrats uh, because essentially people are more engaged now I don't think it's about excitement for Joe Biden Mm-mm. I think it's essentially fuck Trump Right. And as much as all these fucking brilliant egghead ass PhD down to the floor motherfuckers will tell you that doesn't win elections, I think we are looking at an unprecedented election. Yes. You can't just go by the old rules of hope and change or get, no, it fucking, not this time. Y'all showed
2: us that it didn't matter. So the fuck.
1: I think you need to look at what's, what's true. And what's true is the one place that you can unify every single Democrat is fuck trump it's the right. only it's the only issue everyone pretty much agrees on on the democratic side of the aisle like you know th- that's that's the one reliable source and that's why biden's message has only been that you know and if we on twitter the policy wonks and the fucking nerds and the political people that watch every debate we want to see every single issue fleshed out because we, we understand how this stuff affects people's lives blah 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 but there's a broad assumption that all these people are better than trump and that any of them should be like fuck trump Mm -hmm. and that's really i mean it's enough apparently and that's and it was enough in 2018 when when turnout surged and i think it seems to be people keeping that same energy for 2020 now look anything can happen between now and november this nigga could kill over dead um either one of them by the way um so you know anything could fucking happen but just there seems to be more of a will to get off your ass and not be complacent like people were in 2016 you know the overload the system as stacey abrams says Mm -hmm. so I, i really hope that that's what's what's happening you know uh and they interview people one of them was a white woman which is turning out higher for biden than their own in 2016 but uh you know whatever uh my main goal is to not have trump get reelected said gail hayes a 67 year old retired child care provider uh outside a coffee shop in burnsville minnesota so you know what she just said fuck trump like
2: like i don't think people fail to realize that like her thing is we just want that nigga out of office
1: we can all agree on that and you know one of the reasons that people are gravitating towards a moderate like joe biden and even klobuchar or whatever you know why people are gravitating towards that shit because they associate moderate with peace that is it's not true a moderate is not actually necessarily going to give you peace right a lot of times they're going to compromise on shit that makes things worse or you know maybe peace isn't always the right answer f- to solve certain problems but unfortunately with everything being in such a state of turmoil for the last four years people ain't really trying to hear um they really want to just return back to what they had right
2: because they was like we don't know what's happening what's going on everything is in disarray we could be in the war at any second like you know come on
1: now all right let's get to some other shit that's i think all the political stuff um all right um let me just make sure yeah okay i think that's out of political news uh coronavirus panic spreads costco is banning free samples
2: Oh, a lot of people gonna be mad. A lot of people go there for lunch and stuff, snack on their, their free samples.
1: Yeah, you know, I guess it makes sense though. Why you abandon? I mean, if a nigga come in there sick, sick, and get everybody else sick, or you know, like anything with a lot of people touching and doing the same shit over mm-hmm. and over, you might wanna you know think about. Other places probably stop
2: doing samples too. You know, uh, grocery stores and shit. You know, they do samples.
1: Yeah, I know. We went to the Hornets game yesterday. I. uh after we came in or whatever i wouldn't wash my hands after a while you know just like nope this is in case uh atlanta pastor amid coronavirus outbreak please skip church if sick now see that's why i told you i've been ahead of the curve for about 40 years here okay <laughs> your boy ain't you ain't got to worry about me coming in there getting nobody sick i tell you that much um I, and i this makes sense too for churches because you know now you got paypal and Credit cards you can run from home. Like, you know, we're going to get the money. Okay. Direct
2: deposits, ACH, right. wire transfers.
1: Right. Church is advanced. Like, at this point, you know, hey, stream it online, but just send the, you know, hit the, hit the cash app, as the kids say. Uh, cause I don't need you, you sick motherfuckers touching me when I got to go get in my mm-hmm. beds. Hit the Vimo. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't ask why we want you, we don't need you in church, okay? Pastor got things to do. All right, Pastor got money. God expects you to do what the Lord wants you to do, like those of you who realize that that the Lord wants you to give generously into His church. Don't
0: ask, no questions. Don't ask how come or uh, 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 why come
1: the pastor have to have him a nice house. Uh, uh, why come a uh, uh, pastor like to have a nice car? Uh, don't ask. I said,
0: don't ask. I said, don't, don't ask.
1: ask.
0: No questions. Oh. Just give the money. Oh, yeah. Hey, man, I got a right oh. here. get the collection plate
1: around right on that side. So, nigga, get it around on that side. I was about to say, I got a hundred dollars right here. Mm-hmm. Get, get the collection plate around that side. Nigga, get it around on that side. Uh, But, yeah, um... It makes sense though, cause they don't need that. And then also like, isn't it interesting y'all? Now look, I'm, I know y'all like, right, we know, we know you're, you're an atheist, you're, you're, you're an agnostic, you're not a believer. Don't, you know, don't, don't mock my religion. And, and I, I feel y'all. Okay. But with something funny, I gotta say it. I gotta say it. Isn't it funny how ain't nobody trying to heal the sick with no religion right now? pastor ain't trying to lay no hands on these uh coronavirus people what a faith bruh pull out the uh oils you know what i'm saying get the you know blessing people and shit pastor say don't come to church i'm good on that <laughs> mm-hmm. don't be making people stick up in here he gonna be having a, get the lights all on the pews. nigga i said get the lights all on them pews okay has anybody disinfected my my my, my pulpit pit yet who, who's gonna disinfect the pulpit? Okay, because I'm not getting on this podium. He go, Pastor gonna be giving a, uh, he giving a sermon in a mask. Mm-hmm.
2: Even for, uh, what was it? For, I want to say for Lent, you know how they normally do the ashes on the forehead? They wouldn't doing that this year. They were sprinkling it on top of the heads.
1: They was, yeah, they was throwing it at you. Ugh, just get off me. That's what it looked like. Let, let somebody cough in there. Oh, God, no. Get him out of here. Get you the Nobody Lord does not the Lord sick. does not want this, okay? How am I gonna bless people if I'm sick?
2: I mean, if me and the Holy Ghost get sick, you got two people sick. No, I'm good.
1: Mm-mm-mm. My goodness. <sighs> um Uber says it will compensate drivers diagnosed with coronavirus. Good. I don't know how much. I don't know for how long. Probably 2 weeks. That seems to be the standard. Mm-hmm. 2 um, weeks. I don't know how they determine how much or whatever but i mean obviously better than them saying we don't give a fuck if you sick you're not getting paid if you don't work if you get diagnosed with the coronavirus feel like companies uh need to start making exceptions come on they need to start figuring out what is the point do y'all think everybody's gonna be faking coronavirus for uh, like is that gonna be the thing i'm on you have to get tested i'm on a coronavirus vacation can't go nowhere because i got a self-quarantine in my house for 14 days but hey at least i'm getting a check like I don't know seem like that would, and even if a few people did that it still seems like it'd be worth to the public health to to, to pay those people to stay home
2: yeah because now people look at you because you got a fucking common cold so right. you know it's like yes people do need to go and they need to be at the company's expenses a lot of companies are cheap and they're not going to be willing to do that so they're either going to make you take it unpaid or use your pto time and a lot of people say fuck it <clears throat> y'all gonna get
1: all the cold yeah the um I know it's not really something to 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 make fun of but the the joker in me made me feel like if i just accidentally coughed and you know something went down the wrong throat or you know just something you drink water and you just sometimes you cough or something part of me felt like (laughs) when because everybody turns now and they get all paranoid start looking at you yeah they do part of me felt like (laughs) like like falling on the ground and just like convulsing this shit and be like oh oh, coronavirus and then everybody be like oh god no run because that seems to be the level of panic people have it's not it's ridiculous it's like a zombie apocalypse level of panic it's not it's not like oh this thing is basically the flu because people people like so the symptoms for most people will be about the flu right okay so that's most people now i'm not saying that that means everybody shouldn't be taking precautions i think you should agree but think about how few precautions people take against the flu right and you most know? people
2: know at their jobs like most jobs if one person go down fucking you have a whole team or a whole floor or a whole department that goes down off of one person coming in with the flu
1: i was listening to uh i think it was the right time or um evening jones one of the two with bobani and Bomani's one of the most brilliant intelligent people i know right and he was like yeah i don't get the flu shot and i was like <sighs> like how you know what i'm saying like how like,
2: people don't get the flu shot because i'd rather of-
1: feel icky for afternoon than get the flu but at the same time but you know people then kind of anecdotally well i haven't gotten the flu in six years or whatever Right? but, I, I'm, but like, I'm like it only take once
2: and and, and the thing is a lot of people don't understand how how uh uh illnesses these illnesses work if you can get the shot get the shot because there are people that can't get the shot you have a high probability of children getting sick and the elderly getting sick and, right. people, with, and people with immune um diseases getting disease sick. yeah and the thing is people look at them their individual self will go well i didn't i haven't had the flu it don't matter about you like right. like it's it's about the population as a large and also as a whole and also it's funny when people go, "Well, I got the shot and I got sick." Yes, because they're actually giving you a strand of the flu. They didn't say you wouldn't catch the flu. All they're saying is that if you do, instead of being fucking down for a week and a half or two, you might be down for a few days. They did not. The the thing is, they're guessing and they're estimating on which strains will be the most popular. Sometimes they get it right. Sometimes they get it wrong. But the thing is, you are protecting everybody around you. That that's the thing. You you're protecting the people that can protect can't protect themselves and also some people have allergic reactions actually to the flu shot where they can't take the flu shot there's nothing wrong with them they legally can't take it because there is something in it where it gives them allergic reaction you have to include those people in the group too so it's it's wild when people say that and then, no, normally when people go i don't take the shot they go well i haven't been sick well it's more than just you, about you being sick
1: yeah i i just think it's funny because otherwise rational people who if i said you know people don't vaccinate their children they'd be like those people are fucking insane right? would we'll be like flu vaccine are you out of your mind you know what i mean I'm, but now you washing your hands stocking up on sanitizer scared to touch anybody and wearing a mask like it just seems funny t- to me the to, the rationale of people but yeah this shit is real carnival cruises offering free drinks to guests who don't cancel that's how many people are canceling their cruises
2: oh yeah most people are like i'm not going
1: so now you'll get credits for drinks, spa treatments, excursions up to a hundred dollars per cabin for three and four day cruises, one hundred and fifty dollars per cabin for five day cruises, two hundred dollars per cabin for six day and longer cruises. Carnival said Friday in a letter to future guests, buffets are free as normal. The company the company said in a separate email.
2: Right, you got these ships that probably can can have a few thousand people, five, ten that big them boats. The boats are fucking huge nowadays. And
1: you be lucky if you get a smooth hundred people on them bitches. Yep. Uh a quarter of Italy's population has been quarantined. That's a lot, my nigga. Like this shit is twenty five percent. This shit is real, man. This shit is real. A quarter of Italy's population has been put under lockdown and a desperate bit to stop the spread of the coronavirus the killer disease has gripped italy where a number of cases rose to 1247 in the last 24 hours its biggest daily increase in cases since the outbreak began taking the total of 5883 another 36 people also died as a result of the virus taking the total to 233 in the biggest outbreak in europe prime minister Giuseppe Conte uh signed a decree in the early hours of the morning that will come into action april 3rd the quarantine affects about 16 million people in the country's prosperous north in the regions lombardy modena parma piac i could name them all but anyway uh mr conti said for lombardy and for the northern provinces that i have listed there will be a ban for everybody to move in and out of these territories and also within the same territory exceptions will be allowed only for proven professional needs exceptional cases and health issues it comes to the leader of italy's ruling parties tested positive for coronavirus marking the first senior politician to catch the bug in the nation nicola Zinzagaretti is leader of the democratic party and rules as a coalition with the five-star movement around the uh, world more and more countries are bracing for a surge in viral cases yep western countries have been increasingly imitating china With the virus first emerged late last year, which has suffered the vast majority of infections by imposing travel controls and shutting down public events. Yeah. And with America, man, like, this is the one place where I guess being a communist nation that fucking, uh, can just do what it wants to its citizens uh, is, is probably going to help stop the spread of this virus for them because they can just shut down your freedom. Like, no, nigga, you don't do that no more. nobody go nobody go to work nobody go to school everybody stay the fuck at home and in america you may be able to do that in a compassionate way but these motherfuckers in charge of this government not about to no and you got companies that's gonna be like we don't give a fuck about the coronavirus not just companies but i mean like if the united states government stepped in the cdc stepped in and said listen we're we need to quarantine this employee for 14 days you, legally you can't fire them legally you're gonna have to pay them or we're gonna have to pay them we'll make sure their bills are okay because the, the truth of the matter is what's important here is public safety right but instead you because of asshole americans and i get it because we're in dire straits right people are like i saw someone on a thread today where they were like a uh, guy got got uh he got told to self-quarantine but then he went to a hotel to work for like you know the next day or something right and i mean it's a hotel you know how many people come in and out of there and shit and he was told to self-quarantine and so if someone retweeted it it was like yeah well you could pay for their bills and shit what the fuck you expect people to do like this is that's and i said okay so then all the people that get sick from him what what they supposed to do right like like and it's all because there is no person in charge being like no 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 here's how we're gonna handle this we're gonna pay for your quarantine we're gonna send you we're gonna give you a check to stay your ass at home because we need this you know this is important let us tell you this is more important to the world that you stay here right the
2: outbreak is probably going to be worse than it probably should be because you know like we said before, there's no sick day, there's no sickness, right. PTO time. I think you read an article about Trader Joe's and Trader Joe's, uh, had a policy where they told people, we we we're we going to pay for you to, uh, go home. Like don't bring your ass in here sick.
1: Yeah, but it's the same kind of logic that is, I don't get my kids vaccinated. It's the same kind of logic that if you're a, a employee of mine and you don't come to work for any reason, it's because you're a lazy piece of shit it's all these american there's no vacation there's no sick time we don't pay you any a living wage there's all this american capitalistic ideas coming together in one and it's and it's making us probably my guess seems like the most susceptible culture of all to a disease like this
2: correct and it's one of those things where uh, not only talking about the flu virus, but not only, we talking, we talking about vaccinations. Yeah, that's why you had shit that's coming back. This was actually eradicated and people going, the fuck is mumps and measles coming back? Cause motherfuckers don't get vaccinated.
1: We're stupid as a culture.
2: Right? We're stupid as hell.
1: Um, let's see, uh, what other stuff we have. Uh, uh Illinois court rejects Jesse Smollett's bid to throw out charges from hoax attack. Yeah. We, well listen i think it's low-key heroic what he did so to see a hero dealing with this i think all black people can agree this is this is outrageous okay free justice Molette. he never did nothing to nobody the baby viciously slaps a woman in the face at a concert now see i'm starting to think karen i it could just be me i'm starting to think this man is not an intersectional feminist we we
2: said this a while ago we was like you know he gonna do something he gonna cross the line and all these people are gonna turn on him
1: i was worried about this because i said you know like now look sometimes he be a hornet's game so i'm not gonna walk up on this man Mm -mm. okay and hopefully he don't listen to this podcast but i remember saying like i'm starting to doubt his that he's taking the time out to read some bell hooks and you know i was not trying to start no problems. no he's just a normal human being you know but i know he was like everybody's feminist darling you know for a while it was you know megan the stallion and the baby and everybody lets them down that particular group everybody does something to let them down and uh well you know i don't know just hasn't spread yet it's kind of been crickets right now but we may as the video goes around maybe you'll see it start to pop up more and more and of course the self righteous people will go on Twitter and talk about how they never liked them cuz you know those motherfuckers always be ready. But um yeah, I'm starting to think that he's not um I don't think this dude's a womanist. You know? I, I hate to say it. You know? I may I hope I'm wrong to be honest, but uh I mean maybe he slapped her cuz she said, you know, I'm anti-choice and I believe women should not make as much money as men. And he said, yeah. you know what? I, I never do this, but out of my allyship with women, I have to smack the shit out of you. you I, know?
2: I don't know what happened. I haven't seen the video and I don't want to see it.
1: Yep. So, um, I don't know. Yeah. The rapper was on his whiskey north in, at whiskey north in Tampa for his up close and personal tour. <laughs> well, he, he got close. They got close? up close and personal, uh, when a woman waved her phone in his direction, presumably to get a pick. Um, folks at the concert tell TMZ after the initial shock um subsided the crowd started booing the rapper the baby and his crew left without performing a single song he went on his instagram story to share a video of the incident saying who knows? show the government name so my lawyers could get active what what, what did she do so i was it like illegal for her to pull her phone out no because she he's according to the video according
2: to whatever i said he smacked her oh yeah she's getting lawyered up like immediately because she's like oh no 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 you, you're not gonna put your hands on me
1: yeah so i don't know man good luck to everybody's uh favorite dude you know good luck it's gone you know it's just a matter of time man i don't even be bothered to invest in liking these motherfuckers for nothing more than music because it's just a matter yeah, of time it's
2: just music to me Yeah, they humans
1: and they, they didn't go to all right, the woke twitter flowed. classes dog they don't know any of that stuff or care about it even the ones that everybody goes up for like you see what happens with the online like spin people do like because you they turn everything that people do into some like woke thing you know oh Cardi b said such and such see done. this is why you know she's she she understands socialism y'all and i'm like okay but you know y'all do realize she's one comment from saying some shit that y'all gonna have to be like oh maybe she didn't she she hasn't studied marxist you know she she's not a leninist or whatever the fuck right. like maybe may, maybe she's just a person that you know isn't totally one thing or isn't totally the other uh by the way this is gonna be shocking news can i'm glad you're already sitting down okay because uh stuff like this comes on the new on the uh, show every once in a while and i know that you know everybody's gonna be uh um uh, really taken aback by this so breaking news karen breaking news i you shoving your papers i don't know what it is nine out of ten people found to be biased against women
2: no shit no shit even women don't like women
1: About 90% of people are biased against women, according to a new index that highlights the shocking extent of the global backlash towards gender equality. Despite progress in closing the gap, (laughs) uh, (laughs) 91% of men and 86% of women hold at least one bias against women in relation to politics, economics, education, violence, or reproductive rights. And yet, none of these motherfuckers would admit it. Nobody misogynistic though. Nobody, nobody
2: misogynistic. No, nobody y'all. Nobody. 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 nobody Nobody. no nobody harassing
1: people nobody it's just just somehow just no woman's ever been elected president but hey nobody also not racist if you ask them (laughs) the first gender social norm index has analyzed data from 75 countries that collectively are home to more than 80 percent of the global population it found that almost half of the people feel men are superior political leaders and more than 40 percent believe men make better business executives almost a third of men and women think it's acceptable for a man to beat his wife what Mm mm-hmm hmm the un developed program undp which um publishes findings on thursday is calling on governments to introduce legislation and policies that address ingrained prejudice we all know we live in a male-dominated world but with this report we are able to put some numbers behind these biases said uh pedro consicao i don't know how you pronounce that last name uh director of the UNDP's uh human development report office and the numbers i consider them shocking what other reports what our reports show is a pattern that repeats itself again and again big progress in more basic areas of participation and empowerment but when we get to the more empowering areas we seem to be hitting the wall it's basically jl covan with women comedians you know what i mean where it's like <laughs> you can get them up to a point where you can see all the fucking biases and all the 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 the, the things against these women but then when you go and so that's why you know women are not funny as men and he goes no i i refuse i i you know this is my i'm not getting the flu vaccine moment
0: <laughs> you know
1: you're like you're so smart in every other area and then you get here and it's just he man hate, women hate a club it is and except everybody's kind of jail covenant. you know 90% of people are in that camp of you know I, I'm, I'm sure if i told you isn't it interesting there's never been a woman good enough to be a president you'd be like yeah that's fucking outrageous half yes, the people in america are women yep but uh yeah so uh clearly this woman candidate is the best choice i i don't know about that dog now hold on I, for some reason no, it's just something about her that I,
2: I just don't i don't i mean maybe it might be her titties or right. vagina I, you know she get a period it might be going through the menopause i, not, I don't know
1: it's just not this woman
2: i mean hormones oh, okay, okay you're right
1: you're right not this woman okay cool cool uh, let's take a time machine it's 2016 right right now so not this woman not Hillary clinton uh but you know who i would vote for elizabeth warren Oh what? yeah. Oh, she the best one. I I like her more than Bernie. If we're gonna be honest with you, you know, I wish she would run. To be, she should. If she was running right now. She'd be the president. Okay, cool, cool. Elizabeth Warren decides to run. Not this woman. Uh, I'm I, oh, no woman. Just saying. That, if it was just, another, what w- Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, I would vote for this woman. No, they wouldn't. Okay, that's the one. Okay, Stacey Abrams. All day. All, love me Stacey Abrams. 100 percent would vote for her i would vote for that woman right now oh i just wish she oh i wish she could run oh it's just it's a damn shame she can't run to be honest All right you.
2: everybody your favorite why they can't
1: run oh well out of my hands um but yeah uh the figures are based on two sets of data collected from almost 100 companies through the world value survey which examines changing attitudes in almost 100 companies uh countries and how they impact our social and political life the figures cover periods from 2005 to 2009 and 2010 to 2014 the latest year for which there is data of the 75 countries studied there are only six in which the majority of people held no bias towards women but more while more than 50 percent of people in andorra australia and the, the netherlands new zealand norway and sweden were free from gender prejudice even here the pattern was not one of unmitigated progress sweden for example was one of several countries including south africa india rwanda and brazil in which the percentage of people who held at least one bias increased over the nine years the data covered more than half of the people in the uk and the u.s held at least one bias UNDP is very conscious of the backlash against women's rights we are aware and we are concerned so we think the report is an answer to push back the pushback said Raquel Lagunas uh acting director of UNDP's gender team we cannot pick and choose saying these human rights are for women and these ones are not Mm -mm -mm. well can't say I'm surprised by these findings you know people hate women but yeah, nobody hates women
2: yeah right and they say that it's okay to beat your wife and that's why when people push domestic violence rules because people treat domestic violence as
1: a personal flaw nikki Banaj's husband's been arrested indicted and indicted for failure to register as a sex offender
2: that's not good you have right to do that. i
1: agree that's terrible as a prison abolitionist guys. I don't even think we should be surveilling sex offenders, first of all. No. So, look.
2: What? No, okay, I didn't say you that. You had
1: some offensive sex. We get it. That's terrible, okay? that You know, don't do that. Ah, ah, don't do that again, right? Because, you know, I wouldn't put them in jail or nothing. But then, you put them back on the streets. You don't monitor them. And they get to go do whatever the fuck they want. What, like, what why, What are other people getting here? You know? Like, this is the draconian white supremacist system of the prison industrial complex that is making people that are you know sex offenders have to register and be like i'm a sex offender okay who here hasn't had some offensive sex okay like let that person who hasn't had offensive sex throw the first stone okay so uh, i'm glad me and karen saw eye to eye on this i was kind of prepared no we don't
2: see out of eye
1: wow wow i know you're not a prison abolitionist normally but this uh, i can't believe you really backing up the white prison industrial complex behind this karen
2: that's what it said you were supposed to do
1: Mm -mm. right who decided what we supposed to do the white man right so you go want to lock a black man up okay emma till yeah that's right i i just i just went there i played the card karen emmett till no black man that has that is not the big joke on, on every game no black man has ever sexually assaulted anyone guys that is okay? not this a, is a the true problem. statement this is the problem with america okay y'all just want to emmett till all of us mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. boo 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 you and him boo yep he'll pay he uh, apparently um failed to register um
2: I don't know if they moved or what yeah
1: even would Beverly Hills PD made a traffic stop November 15th determined he was a registered sex offender in New York State but had that registered in California as required he was arrested and released on $20,000 bond Um, you know Nicky family got a history with this so yep you gotta be too busy worried about the haters you need to be worried about the police Um, so yeah well, there we go guys um let's get into some other segments okay that's enough news all right through the miracle of technology nobody knows we took a break until i just told them <laughs> i'm living dangerously guys I only washed my hands for 19 seconds so <laughs> who knows if the coronavirus up in here today oh lord you better go wash them some more then we gonna both get it together uh i guess um <laughs> how long we've we been recording about an hour and a half i guess we can go right to uh Guest the race i guess maybe whatever you want trying to do think. did i do any fucking with black people i guess i can save it for later in the week i mean do y'all really need to be fucked with at this point talked already politics and shit so all right let's just do some uh guess the race
0: now that
1: it's time for some guess the race that's, that's right it's guess the wait what? The- what
2: happened you need to refresh your frozen
1: okay pausing all right whatever. Without- terrible let's try it one more time guys now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. That's right, it's time for guest the race. The number one game show going to all the podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe. And We ask our contestants today, Karen in the chat room, to guess the race and of course everyone plays along and they are racist i bet chapel trap house never had difficulties with all that Mm-mm. socialism money they probably got engineers and fucking studio equipment and everything oh man i gotta get down uh all right let's get it's gonna be like that one day i'm claiming it let's get into it guys checkers employee shoots a customer who complained about wings or a wing order.
2: Oh shit, was that fried hard? Uh enough fried hard enough. <laughs> uh,
1: so um gunfire at a county fast food restaurant overnight where a customer complained about his chicken wing order. Chicken was thrown, then shots were fired at the checkers on oh, shit. Road. At the checkers on Candlers Road in Pant uh Panthersville neighborhood. I miss checkers.
2: Mm-hmm. i mean i don't i mean i don't get shot at don't get me wrong i mean i miss the food
1: yeah this is a this is a feature not a bug if you know what i mean
2: oh yeah oh yeah uh
1: the chicken the uh the restaurant manager told channel 2 action news the customer a man in his late 30s was shot once in the upper body it all started when two men ordered in the walk at the walk-up window just before midnight
2: they got
1: a walk-up window
2: that's right because they only not like a window it's like the trap house
1: checkers ain't got no one way in one way out checkers ain't got no business being open close to midnight and Me. they know it they were pushing their luck already
2: nine o'clock shut that shit down
1: uh so the two men w- walked up to the walk-up window just before midnight received their food and claimed that order was incorrect the manager said the men reportedly started shouting when they worked, uh, while they worked to make the correct chicken wings, employees closed the window on the fuming men. According to the manager, one man threw his food at the employees and the employee responded by pulling out a gun and shooting him. Ha <laughs> ha! That's right. At checkers. Throw so chicken you don't, at me. You don't rob checkers. They rob you. Okay? He was uh, like, the fuck you thought this was? Being strapped is in the, like, checkers the only place where they be like, please check that you have shot somebody on this felony box because, We can't hire people that's not used to some real shit, okay? Like, if you up in here all, you know, all peaceful, mm mm-mm, no. Okay, our customers expect a certain level of quality at Checkers, and part of that is you might have to stab a nigga every once Mm -hmm. in a while.
2: Yeah, our customer service is that y'all better act, y'all better talk like us, like we got some goddamn sis. That's the
1: customer service. It ain't the customer's
2: always right.
1: Right. Because you're already
2: waiting 50 minutes, uh, 45 minutes anyway.
1: Right. The customers already is prepared for the smoke is what check. We smoke our burgers and then we smoke. We prepare for the smoke as well. Come on. We cook everything to order, including these hands. Everything okay? is to order. These hands are ready made to order. Okay. On a per customer basis. Don't fuck around. McDonald's throws blenders and Randolph is appalled. grabbing <laughs> his, Clutching his pearls. Have you ever been to a checker, sir? You'd be lucky. To, you be lucky to get hit in the head with a blender. That's a good day.
2: You you walk a real timid. You be like, oh uh, yeah, uh uh, uh can, can can I get? They be like, speak up. Uh uh uh, uh I'm you know you try not to get too aggressive in your voice. You
1: must be the customer of the week if you fucking go in the checkers and check only get hit with a blender. They're like, oh, they must love him. Ah. They didn't even shoot this man they in the head. back next week. Uh, but yeah, he threw food at the employee, which uh, you never bring food to a gunfight. <laughs> the employee was promptly fired. <laughs> how do you fire them? <laughs> hey man uh first of all put the gun down <laughs> how do you fire them and uh you know take the rest of the week off Y'all think you need to quarantine yourself for 14 days he was identified by police as 24 year old jonte robinson the victim was taken to a hospital for his injury while police did not consider it life-threatening robinson was arrested on charge of aggravated assault it's being held in DeKalb county jail the call police are investigating the incident according to spokeswoman michaela vincent she confirmed robinson was a checkers employee investigators believe the shooting is a result of over an incorrect order bullet holes and shattered glass could be seen at the walk-up window wednesday morning discarded chicken presumably from uh the same order that caused the dispute was still on the counter Mm. Karen, guess the race of jontae Robinson
2: oh black and i bet you that'd be the last time uh they tossed some chicken at that at somebody
1: mm-hmm.
2: ever never in their life nobody else getting chicken tossed
1: at them right threw some chicken and and, and caught some lead uh <laughs> i'm not my ancestors black <laughs> these two brothers from episode one to season two uh a black you and justin were just joking about them my balls deep niggerific we were the kyle county last name robinson first name Jonte black negro he was fired at the end of his shift nigga <laughs> nigga shit yeah they made him work till the police showed up uh you can go ahead and clock out now they here king of the niggas black 3lw black you got chan check the checkers, black that's a nigga uh got the bullets smelling like chicken and hennessy black a stone cold naker his name sounds like a sec defensive <laughs> <laughs> that's good defensive back apostrophe in the name black and black wow a lot of you guys i think that's a unanimous black uh guess i there. mean if you come with something else uh, i need to recount i've never seen a white person working in a checker so you guys got it right
2: that, you know what i mean <laughs> all
0: the
1: way a white person can work at checkers if they the manager or the owner there's no i've never just seen a regular white person you know what i hate to be racist against our own people y'all i really do but honestly if i've seen a white person working to drive through a checkers i'll be like now what the did you do right to to fuck your whiteness up so bad you ended up in checkers drive through
2: like you know if i see a white dude in check i'm scared of the white dude because i was like oh he probably the most
1: gangster of right. all of them in their life like you either a waste of just complete waste of white privilege or you just love like you just such a thug there was only one place that could contain you prison or checkers right he gonna be the real one y'all be like Mm-mm. like i like honestly if i rolled up and see walk welcome to checkers can i take your order i'll pull off i'll be like mm-hmm. this is a trap the feds is up in here so yes it is this is a this is a sting this is a they preparing to do a sting on some drug dealers or something because this is no
2: way you, you walk you walk up and the people that ain't got no attitude, to be like hi hey, this is work welcome to checkers No, oh, no i, I know the number one number one i know
1: the food gonna be shit okay mm-hmm. y'all gonna be so, did you season this food tyler right y'all a little y'all a little little too nice up mm-hmm. here i know this food ain't gonna be worth a goddamn mm-hmm. you know when you pull up and i what you want right that's the that's the checkers <laughs> i'm used to that's what i want what you want they not be.
2: welcome to checkers or anything
1: I'm, I'm used to checkers being bothered that you came like I'm, damn nigga don't you know it's almost midnight <laughs> uh what's can I order
2: yes i'm used to checker before you step we 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 had of check in
1: we ain't got no aqua no macaroni and cheese what you want we trying to go home and hit anyway can i help you like i'm waiting i'm waiting checkers call you nigga. like that's yeah that's
2: they do we, we ain't got no sweet tea we just telling you right now
1: <laughs> what y'all niggas want uh let me get a number two We we got a double burgers you can get two number ones wait a minute i mean y'all got two patties um <laughs> but we ain't doubling them up though let's go <laughs> we already done wrapped these burgers these was mine. I'm taking them home. Uh, New Jersey woman charged with, man, but they had some good fries though. Right? Oh. right that
2: was the only thing, man, that, that was back in the day when we was some broke college kids. Almost worth the bullet. Almost. And I'm, this, I'm too
1: sedated now. I'm like, yeah. psh, psh, psh. Why never? What? Bro. I'll be clutching my portals driving by. Them fries is good as shit, y'all. Oh my God. I've never been to one without a bullet hole in the window. Come on. So, anyway, um, a New Jersey woman has been charged with killing her roommate with a tape dispenser and a shower rod.
0: Holy shit! Who? She could have like MacGyver? What the fuck is this?
1: I know. You do something like, how did you get caught? <laughs> I guess how she did wasn't, you kill somebody like she that? She couldn't get herself out of that sticky situation.
2: I guess she didn't spit a rod.
1: (laughs) She must have been drinking some scotch to go with that tape. (laughs)
0: That's good.
1: Yep. I have many more. There was no way she could duck the police. That's good. She couldn't go about masking the crime. (laughs) A New Jersey woman beat a 55-year-old man to death with a tape dispenser and a shower rod in home in a home that they shared. Mary Carbone, 56, allegedly attacked Frank Stochel, a local high school janitor, last month. At a Manchester Township resident that the victim owned with his wife. Well, they do say there's a lot of uses for duct tape. Okay? Yeah, come on. His lifeless body was found February 24th and Carbone was arrested on murder charges. Especially, especially a tape dispenser and a shower eye were recovered from the scene. The injuries sustained by Mr. Stochel were consistent with the implementation of these items. How? What? Um, exactly what, what? led to the slaying is unca- unclear. I mean, I'm just saying, because I've never seen a crime scene in like a movie or something and been like, okay, I can put together what happened here. Scotch tape in the shower, ride, right? I, yeah. I know that shit fucking baffled them. <laughs> the fuck is this? Electrical tape in the shower, rod? Yep, one of these crimes. One of those. Uh, hey, you hate to see it. You really do. These kids these days, it just... We really need to get the scotch tape off the streets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, exactly what led to the slaying is unclear... Uh, unlike scotch tape the manchester <laughs> township police responded to the sixth avenue home after getting a report of an unresponsive mail there these detectives combed through a ton of forensic evidence to ultimately determine that mr carbone did in fact cause miss miss carbone did in fact call mr Stochel's death though Stochel lived at the home with carbone he owned it with his wife cindy according to property records at the time of his death he had been Facing charges of burglary, harassment, and making terroristic threats following an arrest last October. Shit! There's a lot of crime happening in his house. He worked as a janitor. He was allowed to. Oh. For 15 years before leaving in 2018. Okay, so maybe he was there when, uh. Yeah, when he, he did was. That, right. Got arrested. A school district spokesperson told the newspaper late last month. A message seeking additional comment from prosecutors was not immediately returned. Uh, in addition to the murder, uh, Carbone was charged with two counts of possession of a weapon for a lawful purpose and two counts of unlawful possession of a weapon are the weapon the shower rod and the tape or yes. does she have ah! a gun cause I feel like that's not that shouldn't count if it's the shower rod and the tape that's just ingenuity <laughs> Like you, those, she, that, she would just work with two if she had right in that case we all in possession of weapons if you go to my house there's plenty of tape and shower rods up in here now I don't know how to kill one somebody with mm-hmm. one but uh, I've never been that desperate what did they say necessity is the mother of invention she was taken to the ocean county jail what kind of macgyver fucking tool of death i did told you that shit don't make no sense all oh, she was missing was a bobby pin the 18 music star playing she was about to kill this motherfucker da-da-da. they're doing a montage right. of her putting the shit together if i can just get a paper clip i can <laughs> and a shower rod and some tape i can kill this nigga uh she was taken to Ocean ah! County jail where she remains pending a detention hearing. Uh Karen guessed the race of uh Mary Carbone. They gonna be sure that
2: crime sticks to her real good. White.
1: <laughs> well how they know Karen? How they knew she did it? How? They got her on tape. Ah! all right let's check the chat room see what they believe the sopranos mob wives wife crafty killer of the martha stewart variety white i'm not going to be ignored white this whole thing is the whitest of white a white woman the white italian when she said wrap it up she meant it white masking off fuck it mask off carbon she could have just infected him with the co- coronavirus a white italian so damn white the whitest of the white white that but why her were her tears that's what, but what why her tears ain't help all right i mean come on does it uh wash her legs white? I'm a 47% a white woman who voted for Hillary White and white the correct answer is man everyone unanimous again she's white. You got it right. I really just like to apply the police for solving that case.
2: I know that shit baffled them. I know when somebody was like, I, I, I think I solved it, y'all. They was like,
1: we don't believe you.
2: They was No, no, no. I, we got all
1: the evidence. I just think, that shit like Scooby-Doo gang. I think it took a lot of stick-to-itiveness. not click it again stop i didn't click it twice i don't know why i did that oh <laughs> um, oh she did that shit she looked like her ears look like a elf ears she looked fed up this is like some shit that i'm watching this tv show hunters mm-hmm. this is like how they kill one of the nazis and then they get covered up <laughs> like that's right. a, like it's the only way it makes sense it's like be they, like they use a toothpick like she found one of them nazis and she fucking use a tape a toenail shot rods to kill this motherfucker and kleenex
2: and he died we we, we don't
1: know what happened if you, if you follow this man's history all the way back you'll find out that this motherfucker was at Auschwitz or some shit because this don't make no sense Mm-mm. all right bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right, double the points, double the race and the bonus round against the race. So far, Karen is actually two for two. Mm-hmm. Can you believe it? No. Let's see if she can go three for three. I feel like you've been doing good lately. Yeah, I have. I Am yeah. yeah, like do. you've been going 100%. We're
2: going to see if we can keep the streak alive.
1: In a plot twist straight out of a movie, after nearly 17 years of friendship, two Philadelphia women recently learned that they were actually blood sisters. According to 6ABC, after almost 20 years of brushing off comments about how much they look alike, Ashley Thomas and Toya Wimberly, 20, 31 and 29, were stunned to discover that they have the same father. They are sisters. The women met in elementary school while attending Soulsberger Middle School in Philadelphia and instantly became close friends. When people told them they looked like sisters, they always chalked it up to a coincidence. Both grew up having huge gaps in their front teeth and high cheekbones funnily enough they both are currently wearing braces to fix the former the local news affiliate reported the 15 15 years ago thomas learned the man who had raised her wasn't her biological father according to newsweek when her mother died a few years later family members began to connect the dots when they saw wimberly's dad kenneth some facebook photos taken at it had a, oh, some facebook photos taken at an engagement party as soon as one of the mother's best friends recognized kenneth From the photo she immediately recalled them hanging out in the past over the years kenneth had always made jokes that thomas was his daughter but never took the possibility seriously until her mother's friends reached out and told him of their suspicions to put an end to all the speculations the two women took a dna test and that's when it was confirmed that they were in fact both daughters of kenneth the news only put a life of odd choices into perspective For instance, aside from their similar appearance, both women are diehard entrepreneurs, and they were both pregnant at the same time by two men who are also brothers. (laughs) I was hurt, but also happy to find out that this beautiful and successful young lady was my daughter, said Kenneth, who admits that he has mixed emotions about finding out so late in life that he had another daughter. It was just God's work, man. Karen, guess the race of these people. I think I seen this story. So I'm recruiting. Oh God damn it! Never mind. Fuck this story. it you was sure? They was black. Yes, they was black. Okay. I was, yes. I was, I was nope. Nope. De- it's over. Guess. It's over. Nope. Nope. It's over. They were black. Everyone gets a free square.
2: <laughs> I get red. Let's free go space. to another one.
1: We'll do another one. We'll do. We'll do. This one will count. Okay. Hopefully you haven't heard this one. You read any Adderall news lately? No. No. Good. Okay. We can do this story uh a former school i mean that was kind of a gimme anyway that that's only some black shit a former school clinic aide in virginia gets five years for stealing students adderall what a virginia elementary school clinic aide convicted of stealing school uh students prescription medications and replacing them with other drugs had was sentenced monday to five years in prison with other drugs i thought thought school clinic aides was only allowed to give you like that ice Wrapped in one of those sanitary paper yeah, towels. Asthma medicine. Asthma medicine. I had asthma. They ain't had no asthma medicine. Oh, they had no pumps. No. Oh. I had to bring that prescription from home. I would've died waiting on them people. No, they just always wrapped a, uh, some, a bag of ice in a motherfucking, uh, y'all remember those, you don't remember those thick ass brown paper towels or sanitary paper towels? Mm-hmm. That's the only thing they ever get. paper towels? Ain't matter what you do. Them you know, shits could've been used as past. The bitches was so thick. Uh, yeah, it don't matter what you do. Them shit
2: sucked bro- up everything.
1: I broke my arm. Here, put some ice and one of these sanitary, sanitary paper towels. We're gonna use that
2: as a sling. We're
1: gonna wet this paper towel. But my arm broke. It's, it's so thick, this paper towel. We could just like wet it and it don't, it don't tear. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Just stick this shit on Better your arm. Better than
2: bronze Brony's, what'd they call it? Bronze any day.
1: Now go on back to, go on back to class mm-hmm. with this ice on your head. Now the
2: paper towel hard. Yes, yes, it's, yeah. it's, it's hard. Just, just, just like a, uh plaster
1: right it don't matter what the what the fucking issue is uh, i think i don't I'm, know where to get them because you can't buy that from the store something's happening with my ADD. i can't uh here's a paper towel and so wet it up real good put some ice on it you would be all right and uh you should walk it off that should be fine okay you healed um Caitlin proitress t- 39 po- poitress uh, was char- was working for Chesterfield Elementary School May 2019 when the stu when the school's registered nurse began to suspect that she was tampering with children's medications, according to summary evidence by Chesterfield Assistant Commonwealth's Attorney. Now how the hell did they know? Oh, probably cause the- you know,
2: we're talking about children and medications, I bet your kids were having side effects and something wouldn't happen
1: that they wouldn't heal them right. Like these motherfuckers is still running around all day like the ADD bands ain't kicked in. Right the nurse noticed pill bottles were out when they shouldn't have been medications were missing from the normal locations and pill count logs showed unexplained changes and revisions later that month a parent reported to police that her child's adderall pills were missing and had been replaced with benadryl
2: holy shit it's
1: kind of ingenious i'm not saying it's okay it's kind of ingenious so was
2: like, like why my child just sleeping i mean god damn i guess the like adderall kicked in they sleeping like that don't work the full 16 hour shift
1: he concentrated so hard he fell asleep right man these are adderall should got these earlier for my baby a school investigation found that adderall prescription had for another student had been replaced with a sedative and a prescription for a third child had been replaced with a leave. she didn't even give a fuck she didn't even keep the same energy she was like whatever take two aspirin get the fuck out of my face okay take two it easy in the morning yeah take here here you go uh here's some pepto that shit don't even weigh the same (laughs) why it's i don't think it's supposed to be pink take it okay you want to concentrate in school don't you uh portraits later admitted to investigators she had been battling an opium problem for five years Portress was convicted of felony child neglect two counts of contributing to the delinquency of a minor petty larceny and possession of a controlled su- uh substance uh chesterfield circuit court judge sentenced her to 18 years in prison with 13 suspended so she'll serve five wow that's, that's kind of a lot of time for an addict but karen gets the race white all right let's check the chat room let's see what they believe uh drywall tape paper towel oh wait that's not that's not racist uh didn't know i couldn't do that white um uh school is is rugged wait school is drug most days i need these pills and vodka uh to wash it down white um oh rough most days what you could what you, what do you call a white crackhead for 200 alex white Methany white charging t- changing to white opioid crisis white guest duration okay becky with the good drug have it white 18 years sirs five white uh honky uh the color of the paper towel the nurse give you when uh the ice pack so that so you're saying brown okay uh caught bought a mask but won't buy soap Come on. Oh no! White. Uh, crackers. Uh, and the answer is she is a white woman, y'all. So most of you guys got that one correct. <laughs> and one person said brown, they got it wrong. Did a picture show up yet? looking for it. Okay. I'll give it Oh wait. I don't think it I don't think it actually shared that. Okay, give me one second, I'll see if I can share it again. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we get to this part of the show and it's like the computer's like, you know what? I need some Adderall, okay? I'm done. Y'all keep going. I'm done. Y'all keep going if y'all won't. Okay, this is a checkers computer and uh you keep trying to push me, you gonna get slapped like the baby at that concert slap that I don't woman care, nothing about no customer service uh is it trying to show now or no yes mm, trying to show okay cool cool all right let me move on to sore That's while this all oh, showed up yeah yeah man it's, it's funny though because i mean i hate to say it i mean well right. uh, it is it is fucked up mm-hmm. i mean yeah this, this drug kids d- but right at the same at the time it's like she clearly help. yeah like she's an addict she's not right right uh, you know, but I know black people, I know everybody listening to this, I already know what you're thinking. They would have locked a black person up, so she gotta go to jail. I get it, I for I I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna argue the point, but we gotta stop sending addicts to prison. It's not a good place.
2: Now but that I, I can I agree with you on that one. <laughs>
1: this time time to talk about you know these people out here with swords that are out here per just just plaguing the world with violence and, and chaos and uh, many of them going either unpunished underpunished and we're not doing enough to train society on dealing with swords and uh, getting sword control and getting laws on the books that make sure that people use swords responsibly a woman is suspected of attacking her husband with a sword and she's been booked on a felony charge a woman who allegedly attacked her husband with a sword friday was booked on suspicion of felony assault with a deadly weapon over email on monday shirley miller a spokeswoman for the santa clarita valley sheriff's station said april gonzalez mcadoo 46 is believed to have attacked her husband in a new hall home located on a block of we're never going to see that the caller (laughs) the caller stated that the suspect was allegedly trying to stab the victim her husband with a samurai sword a response from law enforcement personnel was initiated with a number of deputies driving into the apartment complex to investigate when deputies arrived on the scene they arrested gonzalez mcadoo on suspicion of assault with a deadly weapon the victim eventually declined medical treatment uh deputies on the scene could be seen bringing out the sword as they located gonzalez as they loaded gonzalez mackey into the back of the sheriff's vehicle to be taken and booked into the scv sheriff's station she was released on bond sunday afternoon she is scheduled to appear in north valley municipal court march 26th all right y'all that's it for today's episode thank you so much for hanging out with us and listening and stuff we appreciate y'all and uh until next time i love you i love you too mwah